0: Talk, talk to me, WSRadio.com. Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier.
1: Hello and welcome and thank you for joining us. Got all kinds of interesting stories today, some medical, some technology. We're all over the place with good stuff. Uh, And uh, welcome again. And Marsha, how are you?
0: Doing great. Uh, It was an interesting weekend this week in Los Angeles. We've had some... Those of you who don't live in Los Angeles, we have unique weather. We have really unique weather. Within one day, you know, it can go through the low 60s Fahrenheit up to the 90s. So it's really crazy. But the thing that's been killing me is yesterday I got up and the humidity, relative humidity, was 5% today it's 11% which is you know not significant because that's still no humidity does that affect you at all
1: uh you know i'm not, i'm not outside all that much so the answer is no it doesn't <laughs> you know doesn't really that's where me. you
0: get your great tan
1: yeah yeah uh, no i don't uh, i don't really go outside a whole heck of a lot so yeah uh, so it's crazy. Uh, I want to mention, by the way, this week, uh, Tuesday night, I'm going to be hosting Distinguished Speakers. We are finally starting up again after a year and a half. I'm hosting uh, David Cameron, former Prime Minister of the UK, of England. So that should be interesting. And it's nice to get out and see people. And, or at yeah, least you be want to ask, ask
0: him to listen to our, our podcast because that would Oh, really he already help. does.
1: He's a big and fan. And I,
0: I want to send a shout out to our one listener in Iceland. Oh, I see you on oh, cool. the map. I know you're there. I don't know who you are, but thanks for listening from Iceland and
1: Hey, all right.
0: We're pretty much all over the world. Um, you know, we're kind of spread out in different countries. Lots of people speak English. You know, do they listen to us just to practice English? I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's very interesting. I and and my first question is why do we only have one? I mean, can't he tell his friends, or she tell? Ha, her friends? Have you
0: been to Iceland? Do you? I have not. Know how do you know how big Iceland is? Is there's a whole lot of mountains in Iceland and volcano? Iceland is not. I, I haven't looked up comparisons because I wasn't pr- prepared for this, but I would say it's the size of the populace is the size of a city here in Los Angeles. Yeah, less Holland's than Los right Angeles. Area. So, you know, one is good.
1: <laughs> okay, there you go. All right, so uh a lot of interesting things going on, you know, COVID seems to be at least for now slowing somewhat, which is great news if that's, you know, that trend were continuing. And then Merck made an announcement interestingly enough about something that could be game changer. So what did you find?
0: Well, you know, and funny, of course I just ruined my page because I scrolled and scrolled. But it's a new drug Called Malnupiravir. Mol- okay, and they
1: tested it. And the point of the drug—if you have you ever taken Tamiflu? Uh, you know, I don't think I ever have. I've seen that in the news a lot lately because of this pill. But no, I don't think I've ever actually taken the Tamiflu. Ther- well, because
0: I traveled so much in my career, um, if I felt the slightest bit of something coming on, I just called my doctor. He prescribed, like, I think, three pills of Tamiflu. I'd take them. I would be gone. I would have no sickness. So that was my way of not having a flu shot. <laughs> right. Um but they did do a trial. They did a global trial of the pill and enrolled 775 people with mild or moderate COVID-19. So you know they had symptoms but maybe not much. And they had at least one risk factor for severe COVID 19, you know, like obesity, advanced age, right. uh, diabetes, stuff like that. So they had to start the drug regimen within five days of the symptom onset, and the people had to be unvaccinated. The interesting thing was half the study participants, of course, received the drug, and half received a placebo. And for those who aren't familiar with drug trials, that's the that's the sticking point of a drug trial. You know, you think, oh, I want to get you, somebody has a horrible disease. Oh, I want to get them into a drug trial because because it's groundbreaking. It could really save them. Except for the fact that half the people in the drug trials always have to get a a nothing drug, right. and that way can the men they can measure the effectiveness of the drug against the people who didn't get the drug. So uh, drug trials are great, but, you know, you got to be pretty brave to do that. So the rate of hospitalization and death in people who received the drug was 7.3%. I mean, that's not that much, but it was Mm -hmm. only about half the level for those who received the placebo, which is the nothing drug. Right. So those results were truly significant because that that's the those are incredible numbers so the numbers were so big the independent safety board suggested they halt the trial and give everybody the drug right and they did and i mean they also suggest that the pill may be effective against the variants including delta um it works by introducing genetic errors that garble the coronavirus genetic code and stop it from making copies of itself, which that obviously makes it harder for a drug to find the virus to find a way around the drug if it can't replicate, because the replication of the virus is when it goes from organ to organ. So this might mean the drug could even work on other coronaviruses or RNA viruses. Uh, The scientific community is wild about this whole thing. But Pfizer, those of you who are team Pfizer, is also developing an oral antiviral drug and announced this week it was initiating a later stage clinical trial testing the drug's ability to prevent illness in people who have been exposed. Now, a later stage clinical trial means they've done a ton of research ahead of time and they're jumping right ahead. So think about this. There may be a pill, and wouldn't that be fantastic, especially for those in other countries of the world who really, really haven't gotten any vaccines. And if a pill could solve the problem, that's, hey, it's a magic pill.
1: Yeah. That's, uh, that would be wonderful if that actually comes to pass. And I think they've applied for emergency use um, already. So that could be available the Now, remember, later. For,
0: for our listeners who don't know what emergency use means, I'll give you the short version without dazzling you with a lot of uh, uh, words that will buzz your brain. Emergency use basically is, if it kills you, you can't sue anybody. <laughs>
1: Well, you'll so, you'd be dead anyway, so, you know.
0: Right. Well, your family can't sue anybody. Oh, there you go. Okay. That um, makes more there's sense. no liability to the drug company if right. it's under emergency use or the government. Right. So you have to consider all the things before you try an emergency use thing.
1: Yeah, there you go. Uh, yeah, we've been talking. The other thing we've been talking about COVID is the the, ma- the use of masks. Mm-hmm. And you know, we've had so many changes since this thing started. Okay, so we first we didn't nobody talked about wearing a mask. Then they said no, you should wear a mask. Then you should wear cloth mask. Then you should wear bandanas. That's okay. And then you should wear face that. You know, we've gone back and forth and back and forth and what you should use. And apparently now the CDC is recommending that people use the n nine KN ninety five masks which are predominantly been used prior to all of this with hospital workers and they're heavy duty and and for the most part they're hard to wear so be aware of that they they can uh, makes it difficult in some cases to breathe but this is what the recommended uh, thing to wear now is the n95 Mark, have you worn one i have tried one briefly i didn't have it on for a long period of time
0: yeah they're tough they're tough to wear uh, it's, yeah. you know, when we saw all those pictures of uh, nurses and doctors with red marks all over their face, yeah. I can honestly, can honestly, probably testify that if you wear a well fitted N95 mask snugly against your face for hours, yeah. you're going to have red marks on your face. It's yeah. a heavy duty mask. And yeah, it's the best if you want to, uh, you know, if you want to wear them. But just yourself. so you know, there are a lot of companies making them in the U S so you don't have to go out and buy from foreign countries, but they're expensive. That's, that's another thing. You can, you can wash them, which is nice. I tend to wear a lightweight mask that's similarly shaped to an N95 and it has different, different stuff in the lining. You know what I mean? It's different materials Mm -hmm. and I'm really happy with that and that's they're not cheap either lord knows they're not not yeah, cheap. it's going
1: to be very interesting. And you can buy them now because uh, the, apparently the CDC updated their guidance just in the middle of September, uh, saying that they are in sufficient supply where you can get them. Because early on, it was not easy to get these. You know, they and again, as I said, they were reserved for healthcare workers who were right in the middle of all of this. But uh, yeah, you know, do what you're comfortable with. And more and more places in the world are either beginning to require vaccinations or proof, you know, within X number of hours of uh, coming. I mean, For example, the Lakers um, have just announced that you have to wear a mask while you're there. You either have to be vaccinated or you have to show proof that you were uh, that you were COVID-free for, I think it's forty-eight hours. If I remember
0: okay, what is the deal with that? So you've obviously go into a game, so you've taken the rapid test.
1: Uh, No, I didn't have to because I was vaccinated. I've only been to one liquor game in the last year. Yeah, but the
0: thing is, there are some occasions that I have read about that you have to be tested even if you are vaccinated.
1: Yeah, it depends upon where you are.
0: Okay, so what's the deal? You buy a rapid test at home. What do you bring in the little plastic thing? I, I don't I understand. Sp-
1: yeah, I don't. I actually, I don't either. And each venue is a little bit different. Uh, distinguished speakers, which I've just talked about, you have to be vaccinated again or show proof. And I guess the proof is your test. I don't know how you prove that it was your test.
0: Right? And, I mean, I, know- I, I, just, I don't understand how that all works. And if somebody knows, I would love for you to. Tweet to me on Twitter, DM me, and let me know. We'll talk about it next week. And I just sent you a link, Mark. I found the brand that I use. They have a really unique shape. Um, it's com, And I've been wearing them since the beginning. And they make them in black and white. And they're very effective. Not cheap, but not as expensive as the N95.
1: Right. So uh, interesting. Just be safe, and uh, I'll report next week, and uh, we'll have a couple of thousand people that show up at this uh Distinguished speakers, which means I'll have some real insight as to how it works in a larger venue. So we'll how you know, what we'll works how how the va- you know how they made sure that people were vaccinated, how they made sure that they actually had a negative test. Well, and,
0: you know, but you see, that's the thing, and this is the problem with the stupid laws we're coming up with: is we're going to turn teenagers into bouncers, right? And and it's dumb. It's just dumb. But that's my opinion.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. So it'll be very, very interesting. So uh, for a couple of years... um for many years, actually, there have been what they called smart sunglasses, which were always kind of hideous looking, and they did various things. You could hear music out of it. You could take a picture. And I would say, Marcia, probably at least six, seven years ago, they started coming out with these kinds of things. But for the most part, they were kind of, uh, you know, not particularly functioning well and whatever. But apparently Ray brand, Ray-Ban, rather, which is a really popular brand of uh, sunglasses, has come out with their Ray-Ban Facebook sunglasses.
0: Well, I don't know about the ones that you're talking about. I had Google Glass, which was also sunglasses. And that was the first, and that was more augmented reality. Right. So that was a little bit different. Um, There was the Snap glasses that they sold in vending machines for Snapchat. And no, that did not take off well because... Really taking pictures with your glasses, and I think that right. should have been the test <laughs> to explain. Yeah. I mean, Google Glass was AR and is and is still used in manufacturing and in medical purposes because it is AR. Yeah, and you can you can accomplish a lot with them. But these are sunglasses that take pictures. Now, the fact that these are made by Ray Ban to me gives them a little bit of cadre. But the honest truth is. The, who's going to be taking pic- pictures with their glasses? I realize young people think it's a great idea. There's a little shutter button at the top. Yay. Right. It's not still. I mean, if people are whining about the camera in their phones, oh, we got to have a better camera. What, you're going to spend $299 on these Ray-Ban Facebook sun- sunglasses? And before I get into the my thing about the privacy, you did a thing about Bose sunglasses and Mm -hmm. those are fantastic. Right. The Bose sunglasses look like Ray-Bans and you can listen to podcasts. You can listen to music all while you're walking. Those are brilliant. They work incredibly well. But taking pictures.
1: Well, I can see there are times, for example, I know that if you're going to your child's sporting event and you are either, you know, videotaping it or you're taking pictures of it, it takes you out of the moment because you're looking through a camera. It's very difficult to pay attention to what's in front of you. So I see in this place, you're just kind of staring forward and clicking. So I can see that as being something functional if you want to take pictures and not have to you know, hold the camera up to your head. Uh, But again, you just started alluding to the privacy issues here. And when, taking- you, when
0: you remember there are days, and they still exist, I can't publish a picture of somebody else in one of my books without their permission.
1: Right, of course not.
0: These glasses can be easily used to invade, take pictures, the privacy of people sure. around you. They yeah. have an indicator light that lets people know that you're taking a picture or taking a video, right. but you can't see it in direct sunlight.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yeah.
0: And if you're not aware that Facebook Stories exist, which is probably the multitude of the universe because the people that use Facebook are really non-tech people. They they don't need it. And it's really something that for creeps trying to take pictures of unsuspecting people. Yeah, for sure. Um they can just tape over the LED so, so I, uh, no. It's just it, uh, prove me wrong, but I think Facebook has been too much up in everyone's cheesecake for them to be trusted. And we're going to go into Amazon in a minute, <laughs> again, speaking of cheesecake. Yeah. And, it, you know, they're going too invasive into our private lives.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting, and we'll see how well they sell. And these things come out, and they always seem like a cool idea, and then nobody buys them, and then they move on to something else. So uh, we'll see how many people really care about buying sunglasses that you can take pictures on. Uh, Now, I suppose if, like I say, if you're... But wait a minute.
0: The whole point is that you take pictures for Facebook. Right. And for Facebook Live. Right. It's not that you're taking pictures for your album, so yeah. Well, so are you saying
1: of, that it doesn't allow you to download these? It only allows. I you to do download not. Facebook?
0: I do. I do not know for sure. But from okay. what I've read, they are for Facebook.
1: Interesting. Okay. And I they are not imagine. of
0: the quality the, that are going to match your regular camera on your phone.
1: Yeah. Interesting. Well, no, I'm sure they are not. That 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 I'm certain. So uh, interesting. All right. Uh, apparently, what Amazon has a high tech hair salon. Uh what uh, what does that even mean? Well, I think it's the coolest thing ever.
0: <laughs> okay, so they did it in London. Um and they're charging $72 a haircut. Okay. And they do color and they do all the stuff, right? Um it, the salon is filled with Amazon branded products, you know, mm-hmm. Echoes, Kindles, the whole thing. But so there was an article in Insider and uh, the author went there, and of course, you can get color now, as any woman knows, and as most men should know, because my goodness, I see more bad dye jobs on men than i it, it looks like they use shoe polish. they just yeah, don't pick the right true. color it just so basically, they have an augmented reality mirror where you can try on different hairstyles and different colors. Before they do your hair. And I think this is genius. Yeah,
1: it's pretty cool. Because
0: that would bring more business for the salon. Because people who were not thinking of a color might say, hey, you know, I want to try that. That's cool. Um, I know I look crappy as a a platinum blonde because once in my life I dyed my hair platinum blonde. I looked horrible and I had to live with it, you know, because you don't want to destroy your hair. So I had to live with it for what was but this way you don't have to live with it. You can see all different hairstyles and colors, and there you go. Um, yeah, I think, I, it's think it, I think it's very very useful, and I hope I think the tool itself I think is what they should sell to salons, and I, I well, think that's where they're idea. going.
1: You know, yeah, that's I where mean, they're going. There's a lot of apps around where you can put you know, you can try on clothes virtually on the app and do all these things. You see those on Shark Tank all the time. Oh, we've got this thing where we can buy clothes. Yeah, I've
0: tried those and none yeah. of them are real real.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: But this, looking at the photos, yes, yeah, it based gives on these you photos an exa- It gives you a great look at what it is. Yeah, so that's kind and of a cool if you idea. want to buy product you can just scan a QR code bills it to your Amazon account uh, and it'll be delivered when you get home. So it, I think it's a great thing even if they just license the mirror to beauty salons. The, I think it's a real step forward, really yeah. brilliant.
1: Interesting. All right, so our next story is this is this is really interesting. Amazon again. Uh, they're working on their Alexa powered robot on wheels. Um, The company said the Astro, which is set to run around $1,000 when it becomes available later this year, is basically an Alexa display that can roam around your house. It features a periscope camera that allows it to expand its field of view beyond the floor level. It'll extend the camera to check on things like stovetops and sleeping pets and such. It has a uh, Ring Protect Pro subscription service, so you can program. The Astro to uh, patrol your house while you're away. It can detect the sound of a smoke alarm, carbon monoxide, breaking glass. It'll send you notifications when something unusual happens. Uh, You know, and of course, you can use voice commands on it. Uh, And if you saw that movie Wall-E, it kind of has that look to it. Oh, it uh,
0: looks adorable! It looks like an adorable little robot.
1: Yeah. Now they claim you can put it. Yeah, well, <laughs> they claim you can put Astro into a do-not-disturb mode mm-hmm. that limits how much it moves during the night. Mm-hmm. It says you can set up out-of-bounds areas to prevent it from, say, going into the bedroom. Um, so that's what they're working on. It's supposedly going to be 1500 bucks when it comes out, but as part of their day one, it's nine ninety nine, which still ain't cheap, by the way. Um, so I just don't think I need a camera following me around my house. I mean, unless oh, I'm doing I a mean, reality and show, it's in called my house.
0: it's called Astro because if you remember yeah. the Jetsons' dog yeah, the was named the Astro. Dog was Astro, right? And they they also launched, uh, according to the gossip from people who work at Amazon, that it will literally throw itself. The little robot will throw itself downstairs. That it really is not ready for prime time. It's uh, prone to be stepped on by children, kicked by inattentive adults, or attacked by pets. Displeased with its presence. So um, this was funny. One person who worked on the robot reportedly called it a disaster that's not ready for release. While another said it was terrible and the idea that it would be a useful accessibility device... You see, part of Amazon's pitch is that Astro can help with elder care was, quote, absurdist nonsense.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, exactly. They said even Bezos wasn't sure, so.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I think it's a little ridiculous. And now, you know, they also came up where you can now sign up to test that Rings Home Security drone. Right. You know, that little helicopter droney thing that pops yeah. up out of a little yeah. square. Okay. And, uh, yeah, I'm totally baffled, Mark. Now, I have a security system that, and I've told this before, you can't walk anywhere near my house without being on camera. Right. On any side, on any corner. You can't open a window, you can't touch one of the screens on my house without us knowing right, so why do i Why do I care about the inside of my house? I'm just not getting it
1: yeah, well, and by the way the the testers the beta testers, I think they were going to charge them what one hundred and fifty dollars, so uh-huh. it's not that you know it's not that you get to do it for free. you know a lot of beta testing, oh it's free, and we'll give you something to use and tell us how you like the product in this case, no, you actually have to pay for it. So, I don't know. I thought you were kind of, I thought you kind of liked the idea when they first talked about this. I
0: think it's adorable, but the bottom line is Amazon does not need a camera, just like that little robot, in my house, looking at every product in my house, making an inventory of what brands I buy. And don't you know that that's exactly what they're going to be doing? So, no, I don't want Amazon taking pictures in my house. I I admit I have the Sony iBow dog. But Sony's meaning for making the dog is a little different than Amazon's reason for making these products. Sony's in a different business. (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's uh it's very interesting. So we'll see. By the way, before I forget, I do want to give a quick plug to uh, our dear friend Elvira, uh Cassandra uh Peterson, who has a new book that is like you cannot turn on any news story or station or anything that's not talking about this book. It's well it just seems the... she's had
0: sex with everyone. Did you have sex with Elvira? Uh
1: I did not. Uh, but You're the are, only
0: one. What the hell? I might
1: be. No, I mean it's, it's a very interesting book. I will say, however, she, she did, I, and I haven't gotten the book yet. She's sending it to me, but she acknowledged me in the book. I'm not sure what she acknowledged me for, but apparently yeah, I uh-huh, mentioned in the uh-huh. book. uh huh. Now you y- your wife. I don't still remember. This. Yeah, I don't uh-huh. remember. Uh, uh but little anyway, little
0: Rufie's uh, <laughs> with you Elvira. Know,
1: <laughs> you, you never know. It's called Yours Cruelly Memoirs of the Mistress of the Dark. Uh, let's see. My Wildlife is the Mistress of the Dark. She is one of the sweetest people I've ever known. Uh, and she, so is the, yeah, she is a
0: lovely lady. Absolutely. She is
1: wonderful. She's going to do uh, well with the book. Yeah, it's already on, I think it's number four, she told me, on the New York yeah, Times bestseller yeah. list. So Good for she's her. Doing I'm great. really yeah. happy. Yeah, me so Because
0: she doesn't need to be running around in that outfit much longer, I got to tell yeah, you. Yeah, it's pretty hard
1: <laughs> to do that. I got to tell you, it takes her hours to get ready when she yeah, does a public appearance. Yeah. So, uh, But that's kind of fun. So, so Google
0: her. came up with something that's absolutely useful for all of us.
1: Yeah, this I is. Mean, this is the best. This,
0: this, if I thought, the app called Go Pee was valuable. Yeah, now, that was for funny. those who don't know, there's an app called Go P, which watches the guy watches every movie,
1: and yeah, it's, it's funny.
0: the audience can add stuff to it, but it will tell you where the movie slows down is kind of boring, and you can run out of the theater and go pee. So funny. But since we're not going to theaters that much, this is an app developed by Google Maps called Public Restroom Near Me. Right. That's all you have to type in Google Maps. Public Restaurant Near Me. And it will pop up with a list of public toilets, restrooms near me. Right. And it'll say, toilet, you know how far away it is from you. Now, they're rolling it out. Not everybody has it right now. But I think this is a real, this is technology in action. This yeah, at its finest. <laughs> this is it. This is research and development. I, I'm such a fan of Google Maps, a serious fan of Google Maps. Yeah, they're great. And this this is, so remember, you have to go to the bathroom. All you do is type in Google Maps. Restrooms near me.
1: Now, I have a question for you, though, because if you're a guy, you'll pee anywhere, you know, on the side of the road. You'll go into a beat up old gas station. You'll, you know, you'll kick the seat up with your foot. But I know that a lot of women that I know won't go into a public restroom. So what's your stance on that?
0: I'm sorry for that. I, at one point, when I was you know traveling a lot and doing things, I used to carry ass gaskets, you know the little paper things you put yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of the toilets yeah right. and I still would and I still wouldn't sit down, but i would I always carried uh antiseptic hand wipes right you take one of those out and that's the way you open the door, and that's the way you close the door, right. and there are ways to protect yourself, so I'm just yeah. sorry if, if you have that problem. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't have a personal out like I say I'll go anywhere, but Hey, uh,
0: I w- I went to outhouses north of the Arctic Circle where there's no running water for miles. Luckily, it was in the winter, so everything was frozen and okay. the outhouses did not smell whatsoever. It oh, was well, actually a can, pleasure. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah, there was no light in them, which was probably better so you right. can see. You can't
1: see what, yeah. <laughs>
0: but it, but it yeah. was, you know, a little bit dark. and uh, But yeah, I, I'm afraid I win the bathroom challenge.
1: Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Uh, all right, so this is interesting. Microsoft has just announced the new version or the next version of Office for both PCs and Macs, and they're maintaining the price of $149.99. Yeah,
0: but the thing is, you don't have to subscribe to Microsoft 365, which, right, remember, correct. I've been railing at that for how yeah. long? That I do not want my Office projects in the cloud. I just don't want it. I want to be able to work on it anytime, anywhere, on an old computer. And the thing is, the best thing about Microsoft Office is it's backwards compatible. You can use a document from the 2006 version. And that's fabulous. So I'm a real fan of this. And I think, you know... Let's face it, uh the two hundred and fifty home and business home and office, yeah. Yeah. That that includes everything. But for the regular user, the one for a hundred and fifty has a lot of things. And then there's the home and student for the home and student, That's excuse the me. The for one forty nine ninety nine, yeah. yeah. You get Word Excel, PowerPoint and OneNote.
1: What else do you need? Yeah, that's pretty much covers it. Now, if you have Office 2013, that's not going to be supported on Windows 11. Uh, and Windows 11 launches uh, next week. So what does Tuesday and Saturday the, I do?
0: And the interesting thing is the computer that I love, my HP, all-in-one, 27-inch yep. love of my life, yes. cannot take Windows 11. So – I guess I'm just going to be happy continuing to use my, let me see, which version is it? Uh, my Windows 2010. Uh, awesome. My Office 2010.
1: Yeah. I mean, are you going to upgrade your computer? This Windows one 11? can't
0: be upgraded for some reason. Really? Something with the chip. Yeah, because there is a site where, and we talked about it last week, right. uh, where Microsoft, you can go and it will run a diagnostic on your computer and let you know if you can use windows 11 i can't on this one and you know what i don't care i don't need anything more than i've got right now and i've got malware bytes on here and i'm and i don't go to weird websites i just do the show do my bookkeeping and write my book so you know on this computer on another computer perhaps it might be a different story but on my work computer i don't need it And I'm actually glad I don't have to get it.
1: Yeah, there you go. So uh, that's interesting. All right, well, we'll see how that works out. Uh, And now it is the time of the show where we search the universe, the planets, and today we're going to search eBay for the buy of the week. And our buy of the week today is this is a pretty good deal Um, the Lenovo tablet uh, that's called their P11. It's an eleven and a half inch tablet. It comes with four gigabytes, uh, one hundred twenty eight gigabyte. Uh, let's see, four gigabytes of RAM must be one hundred twenty eight gigabytes of storage. Um, it sells for around four hundred bucks on Google, and it is available on eBay today for $269.99, two sixty nine ninety nine. And it's a, you know, that's a really nice machine. Uh, and if you, you know, you don't want to spend a fortune on buying an iPad or something like that, and they can be costly and expensive. Uh, Lenovo makes some really good stuff. And well, the um, thing is, if
0: you don't want to buy an Apple product,
1: right, correct.
0: <laughs> so the, yeah. first of all, and which I don't, and I have, I still have Lenovo tablets that I love. Problem is, with Lenovo, they do not have a long upgrade train. So that's the only thing. I can't upgrade the ones I have massively into new things. And plus, they were a little heavy. I, I An 11.5-inch tablet is a bit big for my hands because yes. I read at night. And uh, no, I really need like an 8 by 10 which would be like uh, the Microsoft uh, – no, excuse me, the Apple Mini, the mm-hmm. little pad. Yeah, but the- that's too small and slippery, and then I don't, once you put it in a case, it's too clunky for me. So right. I'll hopefully Samsung's going to come out with something, or somebody, OnePlus, anybody, hello? So, yeah. Oh, I have an yeah, eBay story go. for you. I have an eBay story okay. for you real quick. Okay. So I'm watching the news, local news, which is something we should all support, and we should watch local news, because... No conspiracy theory here. They're trying to take it away from us. I mean, that we talked about that local news network, right? That yeah. got is gone. We need our local news. So I'm watching the weather on the local news and I think it's Olga Spinos wearing this fabulous dress. So I pause my TV. I pick up my phone and I put Google Lens on her dress. Okay. And it's a stunning black and white Michael Kors dress. And I find it on eBay and so I find this fancy pants $200 dress for $40 brand new with labels on eBay now unfortunately they didn't have my size so I got the size up because if I only spent $40 on a dress I can take it to a tailor folks it's a that's a person who makes clothes fit and uh, they They can make it fit for me. And still, I've got a bargain and a beautiful dress. So thank you, Google Lens, and thank you, eBay.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Um, Okay, so apparently this whole issue about the FCC wanting to force wireless carriers to stop what they call SIM hijacking, what is that all about?
0: Uh, It's long story short, because we don't have a whole ton of time in the show. uh, This is where a bad actor gets hold of your personal information through all these breaches that have occurred. Neiman Marcus was just breached. They call your phone company and they use social engineering, which is using all your data to prove they are you, to get the phone company to switch to a new SIM chip. And thereby, then they own your phone. Then they can get into your accounts. They can get into your Google, they can delete, they can read, they can do everything. It's possibly the most dangerous simjacking and I wrote about it in my new book, which by the way, selling it in uh, uh, on Amazon pre-sale for whatever, uh, it's Android smartphones for seniors, for dummies, it, it really is a good book. And I talk about how to not have this happen to you. So right. bottom line, you can lose everything. You can lose all your accounts. You can lose everything. So finally, the FCC approved a proposal at combating swapping scans, which, bottom line, I don't know how they're going to do that unless they put laws for the phone companies, you know, to be a lot more cautious. Like right. maybe you have to go in in person. Maybe they need to keep a photo of you on file. Maybe there has to be biometric identification, which there is biometric identification already on your phone for your operating system. Why can't that extend to your carrier? Yeah. So nobody can steal your account. So it'll be an interesting way to go. We have the technology. And this has been going on way too long. And and I'm glad somebody's finally addressed it. But, you know, they addressed it. So three years later, maybe
1: it'll happen. There you go. All right, so we all suffer from spam calls on our homes, on our cell phones, and apparently they are getting. As we all know, they're not apparently. Everybody knows they're getting worse. Spam calls increased thirty percent per month between June and December of two thousand twenty. They slowed at the beginning of twenty twenty one, attributed to the uh, pandemic and uh, mobile carriers trying to do their what they call their stake their stir shaken protocols uh, for yeah. call blocking. Uh, but I, and I will tell you because. I've been using one, so it's kind of interesting. So here's your top calls. I get these, and I'm sure you do. And well, let me listens. tell
0: you, I this I get it on my office line, I get it on my private cell phone, I get it yep. on my on my other cell phone, I get them everywhere, and I don't understand how they think. What people are actually signing up for car warranty? Well,
1: somebody obviously some. Well, and it's not. By the way, you're not actually signing up for a car warranty. That's just a scam to get your information. Even if you connect with them. Oh, really? Has oh yeah, no, no, no. They're not actually trying to sell you a car warranty. They're trying oh, okay. to make you think that. So the car warranty is the number one scam. Twelve point nine billion calls in twenty twenty one.
0: Well, that's the only one I ever get. I never get any of the others. Uh, this shaken and stir. You know, um, spam call or notification on my phone uh, comes up all the time. The only one that gets through is the damn car warranty, people.
1: Well, there's health insurance, there's student loans, vacation scams. You have to have gotten a call from allegedly Marriott Hotels that you want a vacation. You've never no. gotten one of those? Oh, I've probably gotten oh, years, of those Oh, years a ago. Years, yeah, they're still ago. around. Uh, social Security—that's a big one. Your social security number has been scammed, and then credit card. So I will tell you that Verizon has this new feature, and and it's on my iPhone. And I think actually, I think it's an iPhone feature. And what it does is it sends these calls if it, if they're not in your phone book, it sends the call directly to spam. Oh yeah, it, it
0: really it is not an iPhone thing. I'm looking at my uh, my phone, and it comes in as. Spam likely.
1: <laughs> right, correct, correct. And, and so, it just, it just and completely it's, I'm bypasses. on T-Mobile,
0: so it, it has nothing to do with your phone. That's what Stir and Shaken and is.
1: Yeah, so. and, it's, and it seems to be working. Now, the only thing is I have missed, I will say I missed a couple of calls because they weren't in my phone book, but big deal, so I call the person back. Well, um, but the so, thing is
0: I don't call anybody back, so if I miss your call, leave a message, Yeah, and well, right. I'll know who you are. So, I mean, even the
1: spam, by the way, they, the spam calls do leave a message. Yeah, know, but you can listen to the
0: message right, and correct. decide not to call back. But once you call back on a spam call, that multiplies the amount of spam calls you're going to be getting.
1: Yeah, exactly. So we're down in about five minutes. You want to head over to uh, what are we watching now, or you want to do something else? What are we, we, we
0: watching? This? Go ahead.
1: Uh, Well, there's a bunch of stuff. I've now the second episode of on Apple TV of The Morning Show, which is, by the way, is really a terrific show. It's it's a good show. Absolutely terrific. Uh, Ted Lasso is, sadly, next week is their last episode of the season two. I know, you're killing
0: me. By the way, so Ted Lasso, um, there was, he tweeted, the Ted Lasso account tweeted something about Dolly Parton being great and whatever. Dolly Parton answers the Ted Lasso account tweet saying, so you're leaving tickets for me and Reba for the next RFC Richmond game?
1: Right, right.
0: (laughs) It was adorable that, you know, I don't know. Dolly's tweets kind of seem really Dolly-like, but I'm sure she just has a really good person doing them for her. But that was lovely to see. And just on another one, Rick Astley interacted he sent a video up on twitter just thanking how how he really appreciated and that scene with the funeral where they played his song never gonna give It right. up um, yeah um it was a huge scene and he thanked hannah waddington for the great job she did and yeah. it was if you if you want to go go look at rick astley's twitter account because it was just so sincere, and he teared up during it. It was great.
1: They do some fun stuff on that show. There, there's a big running gag in the thing about biscuits that Ted Lasso gives his boss. And uh, there's now a recipe floating around, I think, in People Magazine for the biscuits. Oh, it's been, recipe.
0: it's been, it's all over the internet, Mark. It's yeah. been all over the internet since day one. And basically, what they are are shortbread biscuits.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it, and also they did a thing that was kind of funny with Ryan Reynolds and Rob McEl- Ernie, I think that's his pronounce his name. They bought a uh, a soccer club in I think it was in England or somewhere, and they made a joke about it on the uh, on Ted Lasso. And so they Ryan Reynolds in his usually kind of funny and funky way said, "We demand that you you know send us three be- you know boxes of biscuits, or we're going to sue you." And then they ended up sending out you know like thirty. Cases of Biscuits or something. So there's a lot of fun that goes on in that show and uh, strongly recommend it. If you have not been watching it, you really have to.
0: Well, our lives really need just be a goldfish. And I'll talk yeah. about what a goldfish is next week. But it's a great show and it, we really need it right now because just we live in such horrible times right now.
1: Yeah, it's really tough. Uh one of the movies that's coming out, I think in about a week or so, which is interesting, it's a prequel to the Sopranos. It's called The yes. Many Saints of Newark. Uh and it'll be streaming for free if you have HBO Max and also again they're doing So that's this not free. <laughs> well, well, I, I mean in other words, you can either you can go to the theater and pay for it. Or if you're already a subscriber at HBO Max, right. you get it. You know, you don't have to pay because I, I will tell you that Disney still charges you if you're a Disney Plus subscriber. When they release their new movies like Black Widow or Cruella, they charge thirty bucks in addition. Yeah, to I ain't the doing feed. that. Yeah. yeah. Now you no, have no, no, watched Billions, didn't. haven't you? Love Billions, great show. You
0: know that's back on.
1: Yep, that's one of my favorite shows. It's uh, it's really well done, excellent. Uh, and there's a, now, are you watching anything else? Because regular TV has come back on the air.
0: Uh, let me see. Oh yeah, all my doctor shows are back. I'm saving Grey's mm-hmm. Anatomy for this weekend. Um, but yeah, all all my crazy little doctor shows and things like that. Yeah, I'm really enjoying having the shows on and having Chicago Fire, Chicago Med, Chicago yeah, that's Police. Good that you know, that's never fails. Makes me smile. No,
1: they're always good. Also, nine one one. I don't know if you watch nine one one. That is one crazy show they do the most insane rescues on that show it's a it's obviously it's a drama show but as some some funny stuff and uh so that's one i recommend too if you haven't seen 911 or 911 i think it's dallas or something uh, again
0: you watch more tv than a lot of people do i do i i just I do. don't i just don't i read i read
1: <laughs> yeah i've heard i've heard about that that's overrated um Except for Marsha's book and Elvira's book. So, you know, those are two books. Those are two must-have books that I read cover and cover. For the holidays,
0: great gifts, yes.
1: Exactly. So anyway, that's it for us, folks. Hope you enjoyed the show. We'll see you next weekend. As always, we tell you, please don't drink and drive. We want you back with us next week. Have a good one. And
0: thank you to our listeners all over the world. We love having you with us. We love hearing from you. Uh, that's markandmarsha at gmail.com. And please write us. Tell your friends, because we're here for you been every week. You've listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced Bye-bye. by Rain
1: Food Radio Syndication, Global Food for thought.